Hello everyone, welcome back to the Find Your Feet podcast, the podcast show dedicated to helping you live your best life. Welcome back to the show everybody. Today we're actually going to talk all about letting go to allow in the new because I really feel like at this time of year it's the perfect time to get really honest with yourself and understand what are you holding on to that maybe isn't yours, what are you holding on to that you've actually outgrown and what can you let go of just to allow in new energetic space, allowing different frequencies, allowing more freedom I think it's just perfect time. It is the perfect time. We can get so attached to the old. Mm. We can be like codependent with the old. Do you Mm. know what I mean? And it can be scary to let go of things that don't serve us anymore because it means that we have to be a bit uncomfortable. But nothing changes if nothing changes, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like that always that fear of like, well, if I let go of this, then what's going to come? The unknown. But exactly, it's the only way we change. And... It's just like these things that weigh us down can take up so much space that we don't even realize. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we've talked about our goals. We've talked about manifesting. We've talked about our vision boards. We're all in the vibes, but now I think this is actually like one of the main points of it is actually to let go and allow in the new, the new energy for 2023. Like, what do you actually want to allow in? Yeah. And well, let go of. What, what do you want to allow in? What do I want to allow in? What are you letting go of? What am I letting go of? That's a good question. Well, I think mainly like what I spoke about in the other episodes, like letting go of fear, letting go of labels. I want to let go of some, I'm not going to say it here, but like, I think a good example is when you've been healing things and then you can almost attach, not all the time, but you may attach your identity to what you've been healing. Oh yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And then when do you get to the point where you're like, actually, I need to let that go. Mm. Like who can call that? Only you can call that. Literally nobody else in the world can call that. So... I think a bit of that, just like getting honest with myself, is like, what have I tied to my identity that I want to let go of? And um, we've got a journal exercise that we're going to do at the end, um, which I started doing the other day, but I'm going to do it more, which I think will be really helpful for everyone because, like, I mean, probably be easy to explain it later, but just even things growing up that I thought, oh, that's just who I am, but that's not actually aligned with my truth. It's not actually mm. me. And it's like, maybe this is the year I let go of those things. Mm, powerful, man. Yeah. Do you know what you want to let go of? Uh, yeah, I want to let go of being a hesitator. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we mean that from, if you listen to our Dating Blind Spot episodes and we all did the quiz about who we are. I'm a hesitator. <laughs> I'm not actually very hesitant in, in life. No. I'm not. But um, in dating, I really am. So I'm I'm letting go of that mm-hmm. and I'm stepping into the new version of me. <laughs> I really feel that. I feel really excited about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm so ready to not be a hesitator anymore. <laughs> yeah, like you can, if you, and I'm sure you think the same way about me, like this time last year, like if you actually think how you maybe would have felt about dating this time last year to now. Yeah. It's so different. But obviously you were this at a different point in your life. Like post-date trauma. Yeah, I was exactly. Like, I was like, fuck men. <laughs> yeah. I need time out. Yeah, so that's it. You have to go sometimes into survival to go into creation. 100%, expansion. 100%. Yeah, but no, I can really feel the energetic shift. I'm excited. Well, you psychically predicted that I was going to get a boyfriend this year. So, you know, I've just got to make sure that happens. <laughs> put it out to the universe but yeah no so i'm gonna let go of that and then i'm also um i well i don't it's i don't know if i'm if it's yeah i guess it is letting go like as in when just being keep being small i don't think Mm. i keep myself small that much but like we all do to a certain Mm. degree and like they'll just be you know like 
there's those little moments where you're on the brink of like, I really want to do this, but like, I can't do that or I shouldn't do that. Or like, you can just let, let an insecurity like stop you. Yeah. And in that, that little moment there, uh, that's what I'm committed to this year of when I go, no, (laughs) we're not going to do that because that is like the, the doorway to expansion and like magic. And I even mean it on a really small scale, like, um, this is sound a bit random, but like I, <laughs> I bought this, um, unitard from Gymshark, you know, the, oh yeah. <laughs> so random yeah. example, but like I will, I'm going to do it in micro moments like this mm. and in macro moments of like, I'm going to go and approach this person and offer my business services to mm. them. Even though I feel like they're like, whoa, sky high. Mm. I'm just going to fucking do it. You know, like, so I'm doing it small and big but this like small example and probably some girls out there will relate because you know like you stop yourself wearing things you actually want to wear yeah because you might be like oh like oh this is made for like people that are really tiny or like i don't have the body for that or like i don't feel confident enough for that like if i wear that i'm going to show my cellulite or something like that you know like mm. bullshit um the, there's one influencer who i absolutely love that she's called like is she called vivian horn horn yeah i think so she's like this dutch girl who's from like netherlands yeah, something. She's, amazing. she's unreal and she's like wears like white cycling shorts and like white sets from adenola which is mm. the brand i love and she is like you can wear white and show you say like who gives a fuck like do you know what i mean how many people would be scared to wear cycling shorts anyway let alone mm. the white ones anyway she's vibe muse but in this in this <laughs> note, i bought this like unitard from gymshark which is like it looks like a fucking swimming costume but it's like shorts and it's like all connected and i bought it and then it arrived and i was like this is a sleigh like i love this and i was like but then you've got to go and wear it in the gym and i like some girls would want to wear shorts they'd want to wear things like that but they're scared mm. and i was just like i it's literally just arrived i can wear it to the gym tomorrow or i can put it in my drawer and not wear it for, for like never or mm. whatever and just like and I was like, no, in that micro moment, I thought, no, like wear it to the gym. Cause then once you've worn it, you're telling yourself that you des- like, you deserve to wear stuff like that. And like, you can wear things that you might feel out of your comfort zone or something, but like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So that's in such a micro moment. But I feel like even in that, you're, you're letting go of the old of like where you might've not chosen self-love and you chose self like hate and being like, oh, like. I, w- I want to wear this but I don't feel confident enough to wear this or like I can see my cellulite in my thigh so I can't wear this or mm. whatever and I just thought fuck that shit like <laughs> just wear it because all no one else cares anyway they actually don't give a fuck no. and probably think you look like a sleigh so definitely or or they just not, don't even care they're not even looking at you but like it's just it's you versus you in that moment and yeah. it's like but in that moment you're choosing like it's it's bigger than just choosing to wear that thing do you know what I mean it's like you're choosing self-love you're choosing self-acceptance you're choosing self-celebration even such a micro moment so that's what I'm like that's my release the old manifest the new because I'm like in that tiny little moment where you can be like I really want to do this and you just like you can stop yourself or not that is the line where you go into manifesting newness or whether you stay back and don't so yeah it's so true. You think there's such small moments, but it's like all those little micro moments are what build up to you taking those big steps anyway. Because yeah. if you're not even going to allow yourself to maybe do that in the gym, then it's like that just translates to bigger things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like what like, James Clear always says, like, you know, like with even with habits, he was literally saying this podcast yesterday, like if you have a habit to go to the gym or whatever, 
even if you go for like two minutes, like it does something in your brain where it's like you're actually showing up for yourself, like mm. the neuroscience of it. And that's like the same thing. So like, even though wearing that thing is completely different to maybe a business goal, it actually isn't. Yeah, Like exactly. it actually is. And it's actually like a really similar thing. And all mm. it is is showing up for yourself. Yeah. And like a declaration to actually know I'm in control. Yeah. And the unitard looks great, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. I haven't worn it since, but that's because it's been freezing cold. And, probably and it's like... such an energy thing. Like It is, yeah. Just in terms of body confidence, anyway, it's such an energy thing. Oh my thing. God, it so is. Like, you just glow all the time because you're confident. Mm. But then, like, not to say, like, if someone's not confident, you've got something wrong with you, but, like, I mean, I've had moments where I feel really incompetent in the past, and, like, that's an energy. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, it's all about energy no one cares yeah. what you're like and it doesn't matter because all what matters is how you feel anyway yeah like you don't have to physically change yourself to mm. be confident it's like no way. And, and i actually think it's in those small little moments where you choose that like i'm gonna wear this actually yeah. that you build your confidence anyway yeah um and the more that you stop yourself from doing that because you're not confident enough the more you stay unconfident and like keep getting less confident yeah so it's like it's like a paradox Mm. but it is it's an energy because you see people all the time who like are just glowing and you're like and it's just their vibe like Mm. they just love and accept themselves and like they're just like you know what i mean yeah not that like anyway yeah yeah because life's too short isn't it It if you didn't wear it that day then not so you could die but like life's too short like you might as well just wear it yeah get your ass out get your titties out of the gym (laughs) I do in the gym all the time actually like the other day I had a top on and then I was really hot and I was like mm, do I want to take this top off and I had a little crop Whip top on. it off mate. Yeah I know and then I was like and then I took it off and I felt absolutely fine just like enjoyed the workout and I was just thinking it's so true like you can get so trapped in your own mind because there could be a girl across the room that to society has the perfect body or whatever that is like literally picking apart the tiniest bit of her body but like somebody else they may think she looks amazing but that's how much you can trap yourself in your own mind, especially when it comes to body confidence. Like, mm-hmm. definitely what you said, it's you against you, mm, nothing else. Literally. This is a time of year that you may be thinking about new goals, new ambitions, new habits, or maybe even thinking about some healing work that you want to do, maybe some patterns that you want to let go of, and you may be seeking professional help. If that is the case, then we have the perfect company for you. Our podcast is sponsored by a company called BetterHelp and they are a professional online counselling service. So BetterHelp work by setting you up with a perfect therapist for you. So they have thousands of licensed therapists online and you simply tell them what you are struggling with or what you feel like you need support for and they will match you with the perfect therapist. And then if you actually think I want to focus on something else or I want a different therapist, and then they change your therapist for free until you're happy, which is an incredible benefit because... When you go to therapy and you want to be open and vulnerable, the main thing is that you're comfortable with your therapist so you can really step in. Otherwise, there's not much point. So that is a really incredible benefit of BetterHelp. They're also much more affordable than traditional offline counselling because their aim is to make therapy more accessible for people all around the world. So it is all done online, all from the comfort of your own home. And they are offering our listeners 15% off your first month of therapy. Once you join your first month as well, you are not signed into like a year contract or anything like that. You can cancel at any time. So if you just feel like you need some support or you want to try out for the month, then you can get the discount off your first month and then see how you feel after that. If you don't want to access this discount, you can head to betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. That is betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. And we will leave the link in the show notes below. So an example that we really wanted to bring to you, because I think it really just represent like how powerful it is to 
let go to allow in the new energy that you kind of want in your life and that is with relationships because I think it can be really easy to get like familiar with a relationship pattern or with a certain person and completely self-abandon yourself and think this is serving me when in reality you know it's completely not and the people we're speaking to right now are those people that like really want to see difference in 2023 like they're actually just a bit bored or they're sick of maybe relationship patterns they feel like they always end up with the same person they're always getting hurt in the same way or as well you can relate this to anything maybe it's your job or anything like that um but it is like that moment in time when you get honest with yourself and you think where am I accepting things I shouldn't accept where are the patterns that I actually really want to let go of and in terms of like just actually letting go and saving space for those new things to come in it's like in terms of relationships like that time on your own and actually giving yourself that space to let go say it's like maybe a situationship a relationship something that is not serving you you know it's an old relationship pattern and you want to welcome in something new that time of allowing yourself to let that go and just having it as a blank space to focus on yourself is like so so valuable but I know it's super scary. Mm. <laughs> like it's so scary, especially if like you're used to just chatting to someone. Like I listened to a podcast yesterday with Kim K and she was on about relationships. And like, I mean, I just love Kim K, but like everything she was saying, I was like, just really just made me think like she was saying how she always has to be chatting and flirting with someone, like no matter what, even if she's single. But I was like, what actually is that? Mm. Like when you actually think about it, like, and don't get me wrong, I bloody love a flirt. Like if you're going to be chatting to someone, I'm not saying that like, go have fun, do what you want to do. But it's like, if you know deep in your heart, then that is not serving you and it's taking up your energy. That's the thing. It's like, where is this really draining your energy? Mm. Then that's when you know you need to let it go. And that's like the hardest part. And it's like, I read a quote yesterday as well. There's so many quotes going around my head. It was like the the moment where you're closest to letting something go is like the moment you will most hold on. Mm, I was like, that's so fucking wow, true. Yeah. It's like, you'll go kicking and screaming. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, if you're at that point right now and you're like, I, I think I need to let this go. Maybe it's a person, maybe it's a job, maybe it's a certain pattern, but you're like, oh, it just feels really uncomfortable. That's because you're about to let it go and you just need to like really step forward and just let it go because the things that will fill that space will be so much better if you just allow yourself to let go. Mm-hmm. Love that. So powerful. <laughs> what was Kim saying about the... Yeah, you need to listen to it. Well, yeah, I am. I only listened to the first 10 minutes and then I got distracted, so I will listen. But what when she was saying that she always has to be talking and flirting with someone, was she saying that that was like... Was she just neutral about it? Or was she saying it was a good or a bad thing? No, they were saying it was a good thing. Oh, what's always Yeah, been... they were just kind of like laughing about it. They were. She was just like... Gwyneth was like, oh... She was like saying she really wanted to be single and then Gwyneth was like do you always have to be having a flirt on the side? And she was like, oh yeah, yeah, quite a idea. <laughs> and then the queen <laughs> was like, oh, I love that. And I bet was thinking, hmm. And I was thinking, hmm. <laughs> but like, yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's, if that's serving her and she wants to stay single, then fair enough. But what I'm more talking about is like, if something, maybe a boy, maybe a leech, or maybe a girl, sorry, maybe anyone is taking up energetic space where you could just be investing that in yourself. But it's like only you can actually be really honest and think "Mm, maybe that is not serving my highest good and I do want better for my life and this person is being a leech. So time to cut them off. Mm. (laughs) I don't know if Kim K is doing that, but it is just a good example of like, when is it just 
like what is that feeding is it feeding validation yeah is it feeding this need to just want to be loved and want to be wanted yeah or is it actually in line with you i saw someone say something actually as well the other day who's like uh, another podcaster who is podcast is like all about relationships dating and stuff but she was saying that um sometimes as well someone's like emotional unavailability i know this is not the same as the flirting thing but could even be the flirting thing but like you basically can get sucked into a little bit the drama of like maybe talking to someone that isn't is either emotionally available isn't serving you or is like flirting with you but it's a bit pointless or something i don't Mm. know because it distracts you from your reality of your life because you don't like Mm. your life that much i'm not saying that's what kim kardashian thinks yeah it's like the nitty gritty isn't it yeah it's It's like really the you just mm. got everyone everyone would have a different answer you've got to just ask yourself whether Mm. you know but like i know that that is really common for so many people like you're so used to talking to someone like in a relate you're either in a relationship or then you're talking to somebody or you just whatever having a little flirt with somebody you're so used to always having somebody to message that then when you go into the abyss of no- nothing mm. it's really weird i'm like the complete opposite where i'm <laughs> literally in the abyss of nothing for so long that i'm like fuck yeah i go to bed and i just fall asleep and i have no stress <laughs> and it's so good i'm not waiting for anyone to text me back like you know like it's peaceful i gotta say though yeah it's very peaceful but then you're like you, you're like, wow, now I've got to go back onto the other side of the world. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You get so used to, the, like, the complete opposite. But people are scared of going into that, that bit. But then also I think people are, well, maybe it's just me, scared of going back no, in. Yeah, no, I think so, definitely. Because when you're going back in, it's like you're putting... No, this just sounds like traumatic for me, but it's like you're putting your happiness on the line in a way. That's definitely that's something I need to let go of, sure. No, yeah, I get you. Because relationships are messy and they're hard. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, work, yeah. but it's it's the same resistance to being on your own because mm-hmm. that can be hard and that can be work to yeah. really be on your own and to not actually reach out to someone is, is hard too. It's just both, yeah, the same really. It's just not easy being alive. <laughs> it's just fucking hard, guys. <laughs> Yeah, There's, I saw something as well on TikTok the other day. It made me piss like a new a new dating term for life because we just need more. We need more <laughs> more weird dating words, and it's imagination ships. <laughs> so it so was funny. like you obviously you've got situationships, which is when you're like seeing somebody, isn't it? Where you're basically in a relo, but you won't define that you're in a in a relationship. Mm. So you just like seeing each other, hanging out, having sex, and being close, but then actually either they are saying oh, i just want to go with the flow i don't want to or that you just mm. won't define what it actually is uh but there's this imagination ships thing and actually if i dissect the, i'll explain what an imagination ship is i mean it's quite self-explanatory basically where you like <laughs> would like just i don't know maybe you've got maybe you see someone's hinge profile and you're like wow they're the one and then you imagine your wedding with them or like you're talking to somebody and it's just really early stages and there's not much going on and you're just like imagining them meeting your parents and like going away and getting married and all this mad shit and they're all like whatever like you know we've all been there but mm. i was thinking about dissect the site this what's going on behind the imagination ships imagination ships keep you safe because if you can stay there in your own brain, imagining, imagining, fantasizing and crushing out on someone or whatever, but nothing's ever actually really going on. So I think it's a step back from a situation because I feel like you're not really in the thing, you know, mm. in a situation you're in there together, but you're just being disrespected because like, if you want a relationship, um, you're either denying your needs for that by being scared to ask for it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas imagination ships are, Step further back out. It's about the hesitation to really fall into this here. <laughs> Where you're like, 
they keep you safe because it's like I can sit here and think about all these different things and um, that can tick off my your like I don't know your need for it well, obviously but not really to because mm. it's in your brain but like you know and they're always like think about shit and visualize it not saying that's what mm. you do in imagination shit but like I've heard some people say that which I'm not sure if I truly believe but like you know and some people are like why are you imagining all this shit I've heard a few people say about like manifesting the law of attraction when you're too heavy on the imagining the visualizing blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. rather than taking action you can get slightly fulfilled by the imagining that then you're less motivated to take action oh, okay because you may be spending too much time yeah like but actually i think imagination ships that is true for that because yeah. i don't think you're doing imagination ships because you're trying to manifest or do some law of attraction shit you're no. just doing it but like it keeps you safe because it means you can like sit in that rather than like actually be in mm. the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're sitting in your imagination, you're in control because you're the one imagining. <laughs> so you're not going to get hurt, are you? Do you know what I mean? Like, so uh, yeah, I saw it on TikTok and I've never ever heard that word before. And this TikTok had gone viral. It's actually a guy that I feel like you'd assume that it was just girls that like posts mm. that would think shit like that. But obviously men do it too. But it was actually a guy who put this TikTok up and, um, all the comments were so funny and they were like oh my god situation uh, imagination ship needs to be in the dictionary um <laughs> imagination ships get me so hard like, like there were so many comments and they had like thousands of likes <laughs> there's a lot of people out there living in that you know is, is yeah. that serving you you need to let that go <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah i thought that was so funny no it's so really funny made me lol. and the breakdown of it just makes so much sense yes they say it keeps you safe yeah. it's in your own head and again yeah it's taking up energetic space like if you did want to call in a partner but you're too busy imagining some random situation <laughs> then yeah it's just taking up space and it's that same way yeah because it is it, it will take away a bit of your motivation to maybe take action to because i think you can even do it say you've got a little roster of people that you're talking to mm. and then you've got one of them who like is emotionally unavailable typically and you're like oh, yeah, about them because you're talking to other people and like maybe they're available and emotionally available and then you've got this one maybe old fling that comes back in so you've got your little roster then this other one comes back in then you're like not interested or not as motivated to talk to the other ones because like mm. maybe this other trauma bondy one or like this one who gives you sparks and chemistry or whatever <laughs> is like really taking all your attention and energy and then you're like then your i think your imagination ship can can happen there as well you start running mm. away like <laughs> them yeah. like you know like the one that got away or like the one that you maybe always liked or wanted but they never fully gave mm. you and then they like dip in dip out dip in dip out whilst you're also talking to other people or whatever because you're like dating mm. you're then less motivated to talk to the others because you're like yeah <laughs> imagination shipping on this emotionally unavailable asshole do you know what i mean there's so many layers yeah. to this there's so many layers and i think that's like when you have to get honest with yourself like what like what that is <clears throat> like if they are emotionally unavailable then like why are you like calling that and why you're attracted to that yeah and that's what you need to let go of yeah because they always say as well your emotional un- you can't just sit there and blame that you just attract emotionally unavailable people because you are attracted to them as well like mm. you can't sit there and blame that i mean you know that thing you said you're not responsible for what you attract you are for what you're entertaining mm. the entertaining bit like if you are sitting there and like entertain like all your say you've had loads of failed dating experiences failed relationship experiences because they're all emotionally unavailable 
the people would say you're you're emotionally unavailable because yeah. you are me and then they're facilitating that like because you are as well if you actually get down to the nitty-gritty of what is going on here and dissect <laughs> the bright in the back of your brain it's safer to be emotionally unavailable and that's why you're dating them because if you mm. have to be vulnerable if you have to be emotionally available and open you risk heartbreak hurt mm. rejection but also it could be that you're acting from a wound and you're like go for these emotionally unavailable people because then you're like they are gonna reject they're gonna not be there for me and it's gonna reconfirm that my wound around maybe that men can't show up or women can't show up for me or whatever it mm. is is true it's very deep how did we get here <laughs> it's very deep about? it's very multi-layered <coughs> but no to- i've even had that in my own experience <clears throat> like that relationship a few years ago like he was pretty emotionally unavailable, but then when I think back to it, I was completely emotionally unavailable. So it's like we just, even yeah. though it was a nice relationship, it's like yeah. we just met yeah. each other you there. Meet where you are. It was yeah. comfortable and that was safe and that was that was yeah. a jam because you meet people where you're at. Yeah. So yeah, mirroring back to you guys. <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to get us on a tangent, get us talking about dating and relatives. I oh, know. We go off on one. So yeah, we went off on a bit of a tangent then, but it was all golden. Yeah. Very good breakdown. But yeah, just to finish that bit on relationships though, like as we said, if you're in that space where you're like, I really want something different for 2023, I really want to let go of these patterns, but it's scary. Like I just promise you it's so worth it. Like just just step forward. Like it is really the best thing you will ever do is clear space and anything that feels like a dead weight, any relationship that feels like a dead weight, just take it off your shoulders and just be free and just allow new manifestations to come in. Yeah, you got me thinking about the 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 healing is quote from oh, from, Estelle. from Estelle. Which one? Estelle Bingham on Instagram. Go and follow her. Follow her healing is yeah. quotes. The uh, healing is standing on the edge of the abyss, feeling oh. terror in every cell of your body, and jumping anyway. How many times have we? How many times have we said that? I don't know if we said that on the pod though before. No, me, no, me and you say it to each other. No, all I mean, the time. I've read that so many times, yeah. so I've sort of edited it, but. No, I mean, it's the best quote ever, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what, like, all that is. But that's what this whole thing is about, really. Like, mm. you, you to, like, releasing the old, it is scary. Like you said, you go kicking and screaming when you're most mm. ready to actually let go of something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But I think a good way, actually, to stick to what you're trying to let go of to manifest a new is to tell people about, as in accountability have accountability Mm. from people like so even on a small scale of a habit if you let people know that you want to really commit to the gym Mm. maybe you could like have a judgmental friend who will be like so you're not actually going to the gym (laughs) and make you feel like shit because you haven't been going (laughs) or something like that or like you can have a supportive friend who reminds you to Mm. go or or i don't know something like that do you know what i mean or like you could just say or you could just say like i don't want to i don't want to binge shrink anymore i don't numb Mm. my emotions out on night out Mm. every weekend anymore <laughs> or something you know like just telling people being honest being vulnerable yeah and letting people know what you want to let go of i think is good because then you've got eyes on you to make so sure that true. you are staying staying to what you said you're gonna do yeah because if you don't sometimes you just keep it in your head that's very easy to just cop out yeah like, oh, that's fine. yeah especially when it is something <laughs> scary and you know like something that makes you scared to yeah. do it can be good to have people around you that know that you're trying to do that so they can be supportive and encouraging. Yeah, that's good too. And keep you accountable. Will you keep me accountable? I will. I was just thinking that. Well, now I know. I'm going to be on you. <laughs> but no, you actually are. You've set out your little scheme, haven't you? Yeah, but I'm not going to talk about that right no. now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'll be sure to. What do you want me to keep you accountable uh, on? I need to think. Pro- I'm going to do this journal exercise yeah. and think properly and then... Yeah, I'm sure, Let me know. I'm sure you can keep me. I'll be well. your accountability partner. Have you let go of that yet? <laughs> I'm like, no. You healed your trauma? 
<laughs> so as we said at the start, um, another thing that is really powerful to let go of around the new year time is to, again, get really honest with yourself about like what labels or beliefs you have told yourself that are like literally not aligned with your truth and they've never quite sat right with you, but maybe you've just thought, this is who I am. This is who I've always been told I am. So I'm just gonna stick with it. But maybe you got to this year and you thought, I'm ready to become a slightly different person, a better version of me, manifest new things. And like this label that I've given myself or that somebody else has given me is not mine. And it's literally not yours to carry. And you can just in that moment, allow yourself to let it go. And like, that is the healing each day, allowing yourself to let it go. But just for an example, it could be something like, say if it's even like a job role, because that's what it, like this idea kind of came from a podcast I was listening to. And like, you know how some parents might say, oh, do this, be this. Oh, like you're not a creative person, be this, do this, be, be a lawyer or whatever. And then you might study for all these years and then you get to the point where actually it's not even aligned with my truth. And actually I'm not even that much of a, what are lawyers? A lawyer? No, you know, like analytical, um, oh, confrontational. Like? You're someone like, oh, you're a confrontational person. You should be a lawyer. Oh, right. You're, and you get told that your whole life. And then you think, I don't even like confrontation. <laughs> this is not me, guys. <laughs> it's just an example. I don't even like confrontation. That's not even a lie with my truth. And I actually really want to let that go. Or another example is maybe you have like an abusive parent, a narcissistic parent. Maybe they always told you you were really hard work and you were too much. And you've literally walked around your whole life with this belief that I'm too much for people or I'm too hard to love. Mm -hmm. And like, that's not true at all. That's literally just came from a place of pain within them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can let that go, but only like you can understand what beliefs you're holding, you know, Mm -hmm. like getting down, really down to it. And just for another example, I'll give one of mine. I feel like growing up, I could be quite shy and then it didn't happen that often, but some people would be like, oh, you're a bit boring. So then I got this like fear that I was boring, even though I know I'm not boring. You're so boring, <laughs> so man. So fun, guys. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like I've kind of let go of that, but like that's an example yeah, of like, yeah. like maybe me labeling myself as like a shy, boring person, mm. which is not aligned with my truth at all. So it's like, how can I let go of that? Mm. I think that's a really common one, the boring thing. Mm. And over Christmas, I watched the show called, it's on BBC iPlayer, and it's called like The Mole, The Fox, and like The Flying Horse, oh, and The Boy, or something like that. And it, it's like a famous book mm. that the guy wrote, and they've made it into the animation. It's only 30 minutes long, and like, all, I know that all of our listeners would love it, so like, everyone mm. go and watch it. I'll link it in the show notes because I can't remember the actual proper name of it. Um, but it's only 30 minutes long and it's like dead emotional. Like I watched it on New Year's Day when I was probably a little bit tender. Like, <laughs> I didn't cry, but I was getting my feels. And then my friend who's already watched it was crying. Oh, <laughs> I'll definitely cry it. then. <laughs> um, but it, it's really, it was so cute. There was this one bit in it where like, cause it's all about like the friendship between the fox, the mole, the, all these things. And they're like, anyways, I, you have to just watch it. But like, there's this one bit where the the fox joins the crew of the flying horse, the boy and the mole. They're all going to try and find the boy's home, like try and get him back home. And they're in like mm. a big field and of snow. Anyway, the fox is there and the fox like kind of trails behind them a bit and he's really quiet. And then the fox opens up and says that the only reason he's really quiet is because he thinks he's boring. And he doesn't have anything interesting to say. And I literally was like, oh my 
god i was like this is so human like the mm. whole show is really human like because it just highlights all these like little tiny things that we all think actually really hold us back yeah in life and i just thought that fox is so healing <laughs> Oh, it was so really cute. cute. I need to watch that. Yeah, and there was this one bit where the mole is like saying that he finds it hard to say I love you to actually just say that. He can't say mm. I love you. Like he can't use his words like that. Mm. But what he'll say instead is something like I'm glad we're all here together. But that mm. him means I love you. Yeah. And then later at the end of the show he says I'm glad we're all here together. <laughs> well actually then you know that it means that he means he loves everybody. Ah! I was literally like and it just made me think that's so beautiful and healing as well you know maybe for like you know there's a lot of men that struggle to Mm. say their emotions and stuff and maybe there's like you know people out there that have had maybe they're in relationships where they're they're not with someone who's very good at using their words to say how they feel but they do love that person or maybe even like a a relationship with a parent where they haven't Mm. been able to vocalize that and you've maybe like assumed that they didn't love or care for you that deeply but actually they just really struggled to use their words like that mm. it was so beautiful it sounds really beautiful it was it was for this little 30 minute cartoon it was like a whole life lesson it's very emotional so yeah. much goes on in it i'm definitely gonna watch that yeah and cry. watch it and like put your phone away and just focus on it mm. for 30 minutes yeah. getting your feels yeah definitely and it's, it's healing it's actually healing yeah it sounds it yeah <laughs> emotional man it's a little emotional little cartoon mole that just rolls around in the snow i've seen the book things and they look really sweet yeah yeah because the book everyone like was really moved by the book in mm. the pandemic i think it's when it came out or something yeah um so yeah anyway i've left it in the show notes for your scene so yeah we'll go and watch it but only if you live in the uk and you've got the bbc yeah otherwise i'm sorry i'm not sure what you can do <laughs> Have you got any examples? Something you've maybe been told like your whole oh, life? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Other than joining me in the boring club. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I always used to get told that I was really annoying and like yeah, that's hyperactive. What I mean. that's like, yeah, that's like the opposite. Some people that might be loud or something might yeah. have been told, oh, you're too much, you're too annoying, yeah, yeah. like that, which is not true. It was always by, it was always by like m- m- males that would tell me that like, mm. and you know, like, you know, older siblings and that. Mm. <laughs> you know, so like growing up, I, I was assumed it would be unsafe to act like that in front of men, but safe to do it in front of women because my, sorry, I'm not crying. My nose is like <laughs> running. Um, because I never was, I, I was never received like that by women. So like, uh, as in like mum or like friends were always like, yeah, fucking go, you crazy, mm-hmm. crazy bitch. Like, <laughs> do, do your weird shit that you do. Whereas men, men or the men I'd experienced the time were like, you shut up, you're so annoying. And I was like, God, yeah, I'm so annoying. Aren't I? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think that anymore. No. Like I've let that go. Hashtag therapy from many years ago. <laughs> that was one of the things. But like, yeah, 100%. I can't really think of anything else at this point in time. I'd have to dissect it into my brain. But that's definitely a big one from that I've had to let go of in the past. That was yeah. quite... If you if I was to go around living my whole life believing that, then I'd be two different people around two different genders. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. No, that's such a good example. Um, so if you guys are listening and you're thinking, what do I need to let go of? Like, I'm not quite sure... We have the perfect journal exercise for you, which I'm also going to do. I started doing it the other day, but I think it's really, really powerful. So let's just like take your time with this as well. Not rush it. Maybe come back to it like I'm going to do. 
Um, but so someone was actually talking about this in the podcast the other day, and I'm really sorry I can't remember who it was because I listened to various different ones. But um, they were saying they were talking about something else, but then they said this similar kind of journal exercise where you kind of just sit down and maybe just go through your childhood. It doesn't need to take ages, but maybe just some things that stood out to you. Maybe it's an event. Maybe it's like someone saying something to you that like really hurt your feelings and you know that maybe that triggers you now or something like that or just something people have said to you like I said that you've believed and took on as your own but it actually isn't aligned with you at all and for you to step into the person you want to be like you know you need to let go of that so to basically just go through your timeline and just write down each one because I think sometimes you might even have it in your head but you've never wrote it onto paper and it's like you're not fully bringing it in like into your awareness to let go of it like it's so powerful to write stuff down and then once you have them all wrote down, obviously you can just kind of digest them. And I think once things are on paper, they're a lot scarier and look a lot smaller than they actually are. Yeah. Than when they're in your brain. And then if you'd like, maybe you can burn it or you can keep it there and they can be like a little declaration of the stuff that you slowly want to let go of this year. I think it's really nice to burn it. Yeah, I do like burning things. Yeah, I love saying fire to stuff. <laughs> no, I like, I think fires. it's... When it's something that you want to let go of, I think it's so nice to burn it. I think mm. it's really, like, symbolic. And especially if you do it, like, on a new moon or um, something mm. to do with the moon, where the energy's mm. a bit more heightened, like, it's just extra powerful. But I think you can do it anytime, really. But mm. even, like, when you're, like, writing a letter to someone that you want to let go of that you never send... You yeah. know, stuff like that, like just letting go of an energy, just you can write a letter to the energy you want to let go of that you have yeah. within yourself, or like the story, the the, the, the self sabotaging habit, the limiting belief that maybe, like, I don't know, that you planted in yourself rather than like even mm. what someone else has given you. Like, I just think, it should burn it, <laughs> <laughs> burn it all. <laughs> But we're going to leave it there for today, guys. So hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you felt a bit inspired to think about what you maybe want to let go of and felt a bit empowered and motivated to actually go through that little scary bit where you're standing on the edge of the abyss mm-hmm. and you jump anyway into mm-hmm. the newness. And, um, you know, stay consistent. Stay accountable to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, stick with it and do it. Whatever it is that you're wanting to let go of, like bring in the newness for 2023. Yeah, because you can do it. The power is in your hands. Power is in your hands. If you enjoyed this episode as well, we'd love it if you could send it on to your friends, family, cats, dogs, anyone who <laughs> would love this episode. And if you want to come watch us on YouTube or join us on TikTok, we're all there or on Instagram as well, Finding Your Feet Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.